Hey, beautiful people. It is your girl, Donna C. Shatera, back at it again. Welcome back to another episode for the second time in the day. I know, I'm spoiling y'all. For the second time <laughs> in the day um, of the Aligned Effect podcast, where we discuss healing childhood trauma, practicing self-care, and discovering spiritual balance. And you know it's so much more than that, y'all. Today, for our second guest, for our second guest, it's not like, honestly, I, I feel like, I feel like you feel the energy already, but we 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 gonna break it down a little bit. It all the way from Chicago, yeah. We we going around the globe, y'all. We going around the globe. All the way from Chicago is Miss Keisha Woods. Yay! On a podcast, I want to insert an applause. Y'all know how we do, so I had to give you. I had to give you your round. Keisha Woods is an author, a transformational mindset coach, podcaster, and founder of Upgraded Mindset. She offers personal business coaching, mentoring, self-development, growth tools, and supportive community for women of all ages. I'm going to reiterate that last part because that's the that's the key. A supportive community of women of all Period. ages. Yeah. Silently wrestling her own battle with mental health through the years, never prioritizing her health. She's reached a mental health breaking point in 2020. Didn't we all? Didn't we all? In which she documents in her Amazon best-selling book. You heard that. You heard that. Amazon best-selling book, From Havoc to Healing, 30 Days of Reconditioning. Keisha became accountable for self, set out on a mission to remove and replace outdated thinking me methods, and recondition life as she knew it. Now, usually I write my stuff out, but she wrote that out, y'all. <laughs> She wrote that out, y'all, and it hit. It hit so good. It hit so good that I had to read that word for word verbatim. Mm. Welcome so much, Miss Keisha Woods. Thank, Thank you so you. much for joining, for coming on here and sharing your story, your journey, and your growth with us. We appreciate you. We are grateful for you, and we are so happy to connect with you. I'm a little geek, like I'm on a high right now. So I'm <laughs> hey, I love it. I love it. You Come on, I, mean? like, I love that energy. Conversation got me on a high. Then our little, our little five minute, five minute in the beginning when we was, you know, vibing. That Absolutely. got me even more excited because it's like, okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I don't have to explain. Now she understands. Hey, understood, baby. Understood. <laughs> understood. Yeah. So, welcome to the Align Effect. Thank you so much for joining us, Coach K. Thank you for I having me. I want to hear from you. Okay. I want to hear from you. Who? I feel like I asked you these questions when we was on the phone, but I'm gonna ask them again. How did we get here? Truly, truly, Ooh. as a black woman in this country and all that we deal with in Chicago, that's a whole different vibe out there. How did we get here today? Well, um, I actually am not in Chicago per se, but I'm in Peoria, which is a couple hours out. But um, I have very, very familiar ties with Chicago. Uh, my mom lived there for 25 years. So I'm very familiar with, you know, the ins and outs of that. However, I will say where I am at right now, we are experiencing just as much, you know, trauma and turmoil, you know, as the city of Chicago, I feel in my personal opinion. But let me tell y'all, um, years of suppressed emotions, years of lack of self-prioritization, lack of just having myself having my own back 
depending on other people to have my back when I didn't have my own back. Um, and just suppressing so much trauma that I've gone through in life, because as women and especially as black women, we're told that we have to stay strong and keep going. Um, well, I no longer live with that mindset or that mentality. Um, and I have been in that transformative mode for the past three years because what it caused is a bunch of stress, a bunch of frustration, a bunch of self-doubt, a bunch of just everything that were affecting me negatively. And it was time to change that. Um, and 2020 was my breaking point and it was time to make some hella changes, good, bad, and baby, so ugly, so ugly, but necessary, so necessary. Can you uh, talk about your 2020? How, like, other than the whole global pandemic that we were all in, that affected a lot of people in so right. many ways. What did what did your your 2020 revolution teach you? Like, what did it exp what did it expose to um, you first? It actually. So with the uncertainties, you know, back in 2020, we had no idea what was going on for real. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know. We just heard and was being, you know, scared into believing that we all was about to die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I was I had so many other things that had been suppressed. Um, I am a cancer survivor. Um, I am a sister who lost her sister back in 2009. Um, I raised my sister's children after I lost her. Um, I am a product of, you know, a bad, I won't say bad. I'll say a trauma field childhood, you know, um, with my mom, me and my mom did not have the best relationship growing up. My mom was in and out of jail. Um, I was born in a federal penitentiary, just them, the whole everything. Um, and I don't want to call it a coincidence, but I just really think that 2020 was that pivotal moment for me to be like, I got to make some changes. Like I've got to be ready to get ugly with these changes because we all say we want to change, right? We all say, we know we got changes we need to make, but what actions are we truly applying to make those changes? Cause we can share a meme all day long on social media, baby. Yeah. But when it's time to get down to the nitty gritty, I was ready for that because I was ready to understand that I was going to lose some things, but I was going to gain peace of mind, clarity, and a positive outlook on my life because I had really just suppressed so much that I didn't know what I wanted. I wasn't clear on life goals. You know, that whole thing we say, oh, we're just taking it day by day. I was tired of taking it day by day. I was ready to plan goals for myself for six months, five years, 10 years. I wanted to put plans in action. And because I was living in havoc and putting everybody else's needs ahead of mine, feeling like that that's what I had to do because as women too, we have that mindset of, oh, if I help everybody else, I'm going to get my blessings that way. No, I'm going to get my blessings because I'm putting the work in to get my blessings. Now, I know people are like, oh, you know, she wrong for that. No, I'm not. Because what I did is put the work in for myself so I could continue to be supportive and help people, but in a more mentally healthy way. And that's the journey that I'm on right now that I'm still on and I will always be on. And that's what turned me into an Amazon bestselling author, um, a transformational mindset coach, and being that supportive person for women in the community because we need that. We need that unbiased. We need someone that has gone through those experiences, you know, might not share in my same experiences, but we still share in the same suppressed emotions, strong woman stigma, 
And I want to break that stigma. I'm, I don't want to hear a woman call herself strong because when we call ourselves strong, guess what? The next person will be like, oh, she don't need no help. She's strong. She got it. No, I want help. I want help. I want support. I want that. I want to be vulnerable. And I'm building that community to be strong or to be vulnerable, you know? So we don't, we don't call ourselves strong around here. So I, you said something and it triggered another thought and the explanation, because I, I talk about my, I talk to my people about this as well, but I don't think I, I like to hear other people's explanation mm -hmm. of what it means to to get into the nitty gritty. Because like I said to you on a phone call, and I say it all the time, because it really vexes my spirit. Yes, the yes. way that social media has painted the healing journey, oh, has girl. painted uh, the transformational journey, it just makes it seem like it's so butterflies and rainbows and toes in the grass and picnics and bubble baths. Yes. Those may be a part of it. You know what I mean? A but small part. A, a small talk a very small. Like <laughs> it, it was so much to get me into that bath Here with the is. bubbles and the wine. Like it took a lot to get yeah, into that lot. bath. A lot. But I I, I don't I want to hear uh as many versions of what people mean by what mm -hmm. does it mean to get to the nitty gritty of your healing journey? Like what does that mean? Um so with me personally, in March of 2020, <coughs> I actually said I was about to take a, a break from social media. I logged off of social media at a time when social media was the only way that we could communicate, but yeah. because I was at that breaking point. So I took a 30 day fast. I told myself I was removing myself for 30 days. And what I had to do is I began journaling. Um, I Every day I journaled something about my thoughts about what was going on, how I felt at the in that moment, um, reflecting back on certain things. Um, it was real life, a fully reflective moment for 30 days for me. Um, and that involved me writing a letter to myself. I tell all my clients, write a letter to yourself out the gate, a letter to yourself about yourself. And when I started that letter, when I tell y'all I finished it, it was six pages because I ended up going back further. We want to we want to just stay on the surface, you know what I'm saying? And, and we can't, you know, when we're truly making transformational changes, we've got to get deeper. Um, and we're scared of that. And as in, in goodwill, I understand why we're scared because baby, you're gonna hit some shit that you might not be able to handle. But I had to go back, you know, and really, and next thing I knew, I was pulling up the fact that, you know, I was resentful to my mom for, you know, cho choosing drugs over me when I was younger. Um, I was resentful to the fact that I have never seen my father in person a day in my life. Like I dug so deep, you know, and all of those things that, again, I suppressed that were coming to the surface because I was ready to do that ugly work. I was ready to make some sacrifices. So once I really identified that, the fact of, yes, these things bother me in life. These things made me frustrated in life because why? You know, even though I wasn't getting the answers, but I was giving myself answers because I knew that these things were really bothering me. And now me identifying it, I knew that I could get some help to, you know what I'm saying, to calm that down and be able to be a more mentally healthy, healthy productive society person. So um, just really getting to the nitty gritty things that you may not feel bother you. Um, dig back, 
it might be one situation that happened 10 years ago that you don't think about, but that could be the cause of a situational trauma that you're experiencing. You don't understand why you're angry and frustrated, maybe because, you know, you were around a bunch of people that were angry and frustrated growing up. You know, these were just some of the factors that I really had to ponder. You know, my grandmother did her best with me, but I was a rebellious ass teenager. I was a, I became a teen mom at 17. Um, you know, and looking at all of those things, I love my son to death, but I was, I didn't want any kids, you know, I didn't want any kids. So, and then to become from a mother of one to a mother of three with the death of my sister, again, I was also resentful, not because I took on the kids, but because I didn't feel like I had the support to take on the kids, you know, so just so many different factors. Um, but the biggest thing I will say is you've got to identify everything, y'all. Everything has to be identified. And it's not an overnight process. Um, even in that 30 days, I still didn't identify everything that I knew that was restricting me and, you know, putting me in a frustrating state of mind every day. Um, a year later, I was still finding things and identifying, but because I was on that journey, it got easier to identify, if that makes sense. Um, you know, so getting down to the ugly, but then also realizing that once you get to that ugly, it's about to be some hella, and I mean hella, sacrifices that's going to have to be made. Yeah. Um, sacrifices with people, places, environments, um, how you live, habits, all of that are going to have to be adjusted. Um, I have lost people in this journey for myself and not through death, just because my growth journey is no longer, we're no longer aligned. You know what I'm saying? And that's family, close friends. But in the journey, I had to be okay with that. Do I miss it? I miss them. But do I miss the havoc? Do I miss the toxicity? Do I miss all of that? Hell no, I don't. You know, but a lot of us are scared to make those changes because we know that we're going to have to make some sacrifices. And a lot of us just don't want to make those sacrifices. We're cool with havoc because it's the comfortable, it's comfortable for us. And I was just ready to get uncomfortable with everything. Listen, I, I'm a, I am a, what, what, what's the word that I'm, I'm going to choose my words wisely. I am a, uh, a child of, 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 of havoc. I'm a child of havoc. I grew up in it. I, I, I initiated myself into situations mm -hmm. for it. And like you said, it became a comfortable place for me. I was just speaking about that um, previously with the first guest about even when it came down to relationships, I would kind of seek out. And in my mind, I'm thinking that I'm not doing that. Like yeah. I'm doing something different. I'm doing something better. I'm doing something greater. But I would seek out situations that I knew were going to hurt me. Mm -hmm. Like even if my logic brain wasn't saying, hey, that's going to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? In the back of my spirit, like in, in, in somewhere in me, I knew that this person was going to bring out this. I knew that this yeah. connection was going to remind me of that. I saw it, you know, when I saw them, I saw them and yeah. I saw everything that was going to come with them. But my ego, my ego wanted Maybe. to be stroked or wanted to stroke theirs or whatever the case may be. So once we take that time to identify the parts of ourselves that are connected to, to other situations generationally yeah. or just within us from past experiences. What do we do with that information? 
because I could sit and I could tell myself all that's wrong with me and in in all of the the ways I could have been or should have been better but what do I do once I know okay this is the problem how do I find a solution if all my life I've been problem or habit oriented yeah um, me personally, I had to reprogram a lot of things. Um, I had to create my own program because what we are, what we do is we go off society's programs. Society tells us that we're supposed to keep all this stuff inside. Society tells us that, you know, oh, you're not supposed to identify with, you know, your emotions. You're supposed to just keep this this way. And society tells us that we're supposed to live life according to someone else's values. Um, you got to really figure out what your values are in life. Um, you know, it comes with a lot of self-reflecting um, every day. I, I want social media to stop making people feel like that if you watch a reel for two and three days and if you follow a certain content creator that you're going to be able to make those certain shifts and adjustments. No, your shifts and adjustments have nothing to do with social media. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is log off social media. Um, I highly recommend logging off social media to get some clarity about yourself, whether you, I took a 30 day fast, but you could take a three day fast. You could take a week fast in that process. You've got to replace habits. You have habits that you've been doing for years. So these habits have contributed to the habit. So you know that you can't do those. I literally just said this on another podcast last week. If you know that going to the club every week is, you know, and turning up and getting bottles and everything else is causing a triggering negative side of you and you want to make some changes, that's a sacrifice you got to make for now. I'm not saying permanently. Hey, right now, I'm not going to hit the club up. You know, I'm going to take a month off from going to the club because I need to focus on me. But what we want to do is have our negative and our positives and blend them together and expect positive results. So if you know that going out is going to cause you cussing people out and, and getting up on the table and ready to fight at the drop of a dime, then don't do that. Don't do it. You know, um, at least temporarily find something else to replace that. Me personally now, I don't go to the club. I will go to a lounge um, where it's like maybe some smooth jazz music, you know, might be a hookah, you know, something like that. Instead of me going to the club, trying to get in VIP and trying to buy bottles, you know, I shifted because I still do want the social life, but I had to make that shift to say, you know, instead of me going out at 12, one o'clock in the morning, I'm now going to check out a lounge at eight, nine o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? And still enjoy myself. I don't have to be out at one o'clock in the morning to have a good time, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's really a, involves like really making some habit replacements, um, some lifestyle replacements. Um, I, you know, I'm 420 friendly all day, every day. And that's probably one thing that I've been for years, you know, but instead of me now being like, Hey, I'm going to pull up, let's match. No, me now I'll have my own little personal. I, no, you can't smoke with me, you know, but here you go. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, it's just an adjustment. You know what I'm saying? So it's just involving to understand that, you know, that there's got to be major adjustments. What you've known, you know, um, I'll even touch on religion. And I know this is something that, you know, a little touchy, but I'm going to speak on it real quick. If Please you know do. that you have grew up in a Christian household and you, you know, have those, your family has the Christian values, but you struggled with those values. You struggled with that. When people said something to you about it, you questioned it. And I'm speaking on it because this was my story. Um, you know, people always said, you know, Christian, Christian, Christianity, Christianity. 
And then I'd be like, but what about this? And then I was deemed a problem child because I wanted to ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I no longer am that person that you can just tell me something and I'm, I'm just with that. Um, and even though I'm still a believer in God, I don't necessarily believe in Christianity as a fool. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, we can talk about that another day. But the point I'm trying to make is I'm going off my own values, my values, because I really did the deep digging to figure out what my values actually were. Um, I'm more of a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. I'm, you don't know, have the more spiritual side of things, um, but I'm still empowering real talk, which is why I call my podcast what I do, because baby, I'm going to keep it raw and uncut. I'm going to cuss. I'm going, you know, I'm not the bigger person, you know, if, you know how people say, hey, you know, I'm, just I'm walk just away and be the bigger person, I'm not, but I'm don't, not. If you I'm want, not. don't come here. Don't come nope. here. We're and the reason go, why they go right. slow, we gonna go lower. And the thing about it is, because of the fact that me being a bigger person is you telling me to suppress my emotions, and because I spent years doing that, I'm not gonna do it. So please understand, even though I do still got a little petty in me, when I'm addressing something, it's not because I'm trying to be malice and malicious and mean and hurtful. It's me getting my emotions out and telling you how I feel because that's the lifestyle that I now have. I adopted the unapologetic mindset. It ain't got nothing to do with you, baby. It's all about me and my mental well-being. Yeah. So, of course, some people feel like that I'm, you know, problematic because of that. No, you're problematic because you're still living in them old methods and I don't. So... See, I need, I need, I need a little bit of Chicago to come on just a little bit, just, just a little bit, because that's genuinely how I go through life. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I'm very much unapologetic, and I, growing up in the conditions that I, I, I grew up in, I had to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had to, I had to fend for myself in a certain yeah. kind of way, in every kind of way, in a lot of ways. So it made me kind of disconnect from the people around me and yeah. the way that everybody kind of connects with those around me. Like, I didn't care about, why are you talking to me like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you treating me like that? Why are you moving with me like that? And I think yeah. my mom, my my mom and I's relationship, it was an abusive home growing up. You know what mm. I mean? So with that, I had to learn how to justify myself. Yeah. Like, because I was told so much that I wasn't, I wasn't right in my emotions. I wasn't justified in how I felt. You literally just punched me in the face yeah. for no reason at all. Yeah. Okay. Cause of some socks. Period. You just punched me in the face, but I'm not allowed to get mad. What right. is going on in America? So growing up in that kind of, that kind of vibe, it kind of made, it forced me to, it forced me to, ah, I like that better. It forced me to um, defend myself. It forced me to to find my own voice. It forced me to to be okay with that. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are not okay with it. Mm -hmm. We're not okay with our feelings. And I want us to be okay with our feelings. Okay. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, like it's okay to feel however it is that you feel. You don't have to, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like my face is like right <laughs> and it's making me like feel some type of way because it's like <laughs> um <laughs> so it 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 growing up like that it it makes you nervous you know what yeah. I mean like nervous about your emotions or 
off balance with them. I know for me, I went from having all of the feelings to only really feeling justified in two of them. Mm -hmm. Like I could either, or three of them, I could either be chill, I could be pissed the fuck off, or I could be funny as hell. Like there's no in between, like you gonna get one of the three. Mm -hmm. This is in, in the past couple of years, I've given myself permission to feel it all. Yes. Feel everything from I feel you on that. From from the past on out, because I had to. I had to I had to go backwards and um I'm gonna share a little bit of how I got started, right? Real quick, just because I feel like it correlates. Um, like I told you, like I said, me and my family's relationship is tumultuous. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a disconnect, not tumultuous, it's just a disconnect. Yeah. So my mom, my mom is attached to her family. Right. She's identified by the people who she's surrounded by. Without those people, she would not have an identity. So I've learned to be okay with that because she needs them. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like she needs them. It's just for me, when I was growing up, one of the things that she would say to me is if you go somewhere or if if we not in each other's lives, my family's coming with me. And when it got to that point, her family went with her. So I went without a family because I'm the child, the disrespectful child, and she's the parent. So she was able to kind of control that narrative in a yeah. way, have the power to to insert a couple lines. I get it. Story. So she adds a couple years ago, she adds me to the family group chat, um, which is really touchy because, like you said, when you're able to understand your emotions, you can see yeah. and keep game in a lot of situations. And me, I'm going to call it out. Every time, especially when I know that it's hurtful to another member. That part. You know what I mean? So I just feel like it, it'd be unnecessary. So she asked me to the family group chat. And this is how my I got my first podcast name. And this is how it, it got me started on my journey. Yours mm-hmm. was journaling. Mine was like talking, same, yeah. same idea, just... I my, my thoughts was going too fast. And yeah, my- buddy. Yeah. Woo, so yes. Got to the group chat. <laughs> And I don't know what was going on. My mom, my mom is always trying to plan something and do something with her family all the time. So she's trying to plan a family reunion at the time. My cousin's having a bad day. She couldn't have it to herself, but she's having a bad day. So she gets in a group chat. She gets smart with my mom about her plans. Now, we may not agree on a lot of things, but right. one thing for sure and two things for certain, watch your mouth with my mother. Period. Especially in my presence. Like, Absolutely. I don't care what we going through. You're not going to treat her any kind of way. That I, I can do that. Come like, on. That's I came out that coochie. You can't do that. Like Come oh, on. you can't do that. You better talk so, about it. I didn't really say anything disrespectful because I'm trying to be respectful to my mom too. She knows how the waters can be. And I'm not right. trying to cross her no waves because they're gonna go to her before they come to me, knowing how I'm gonna come to them. Mm-hmm. So she tried to plan something. My cousin said something like smart. I just said simply, it's too early. Mom, call me later when you know what I mean. Yeah. She, took it offensive. It turned into an argument. That argument then turned into her trying to weaponize the the things I did in my life out of survival against mm-hmm. me. So growing up, like I said, I didn't have much. So I took it. You know what I'm saying? Like my my I was always the bigger girl. So I wasn't out here pop all my friends was popping coochie for money. Yeah. That's the lifestyle that we lived. We was young and we didn't have options. They was popping coochie. They was selling drugs. I was robbing niggas. This is just my life. Right. So because of the things and the people who it that impacted, she felt 
like justified and try to weaponize my life against mm-hmm. me. So at that point, and then it ended, she ended the conversation after she realized she couldn't hurt me. She ended it with PS, no one cares about you. And as that little girl in me kind of rose up, yeah. just like that little girl, because nobody came to my defense. Mm-hmm. Nobody, not even my mom, nobody was like, hey, chill out or hold up or nobody everybody just watched the com the the argument play out everybody in the group chat just watched it play out and then i got kicked out so it just made me feel like that little girl again but it was in that moment that i chose that i said to myself nobody is ever going to feel like they have power over my yes like that ever again so i called it exposing my sins that was like the journey but that was the Mm. first thing podcast was ps no one cares about you because i started Mm. exposing my sins you know what i'm saying like you're not going to tell me that the things that i had to do and even if nobody feels like you right certain environment you're going to make certain choices it's just easy as that you're not going to make me feel less than you know what i mean for my story this is i live that that part i was hungry them days like i was trying to figure i was i was a child at the end of the day, I was, it was teen in my age. You know what I'm saying? It was teen, pre-teen, kid. It was, I was a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my radical, my radical journey, my 30 days was 30 days of, I was on YouTube with it and going by and stuff like that, but it was yeah. exposing my sins. You said it like getting down to the last one. My nitty gritty was, yes. it was exposing my sins. It was me letting it be known what I've done. And you was ready to do that, sis, because you made it happen. You was and ready. It was easier for me, and I'm going to ask you a question after I said it was easier for me because it was already a disconnect mm-hmm. with the people that I was connected to. So it was easier for me. It was easy for me to move out the way a little right. bit to focus on me. What would you tell your client or anybody who's watching who can't move away yet? How would they position themselves to be able to be still surrounded by their family or their their old friends or you know what I'm saying because it's so easy when you're in the same city or the same spaces or the same environment you just bump into your past like literally like like bump into your past how would you encourage other people to find that power yeah to stay in their truth even when they're still in the same environment as everybody else? Um, Honestly, I would say, you know, that it's okay to take the baby steps, right? Um, It's always going to start with self first. Um, What I realized is it had to start with me first because once you build that inner strength, you know what I'm saying, about yourself, about how you feel about you. Like prime example with you, you making the YouTube channel and actually bringing that out to the YouTube channel. So guess what? You eliminated that weapon that somebody was striving so hard to try to use against you. So now it's like, okay, now what, bitch? Like now what? You know what I'm saying? So we have to find our own individual strength first. Now, once you find that strength about yourself, then you will start seeing how things are moving for you differently. Um, Prime example, I lost a friend that I have. Well, actually, I've lost two friends that I have been friends with for over 30 years. Uh, We no longer associate with each other. Um, But 
it did not, it was not like an overnight process with that. It was me really finding myself and, you know, replacing habits because guess what? It go back to what I said. If you used to go into the club with your girlfriends every weekend and you're not going to that club, now you got to do a little reflection again and be like, well, damn, we only hang out when I go to the club. So how much of a friend is that, you know, or family member um you know you got a family member that's always borrowing money from you and then the first time you say no now it's a whole thing behind it you know what i'm saying so now you like hmm i really may not want to associate with that family member because i ain't got nothing to give them and they cause me stress we've got to really just be ready to eliminate whatever stressful factors that are you know, holding us back from living the most empowering version of ourselves. And that's not saying that you even have to stop talking to people, right? Um, but I will tell you the distance, the type of conversations you have. Um, hey, you want to go to the family reunion? Go ahead and go to the family reunion. But baby, when they coming up to you and they start that conversation, you have a right to say, you know what? I'm not even talking about this with you right now. I'm trying to have a good time, you know, um, maybe later on another time. But right now I'm not on that. Set them damn boundaries because it's all about maintaining healthy boundaries for you. You are your number one priority. You are the only person that has the power to make the changes from within that are going to in turn throw out to other people because they're going to see like me. They'd be like, oh, I see a big difference in you, Keisha. I, you know, when I'm talking to you, you know, I just hear it in your conversation and your voice. Absolutely. Because that's what I stand on, you know. So even for somebody that's not fully ready to make those changes, start small. You know, start, you know, self-prioritizing. If you know that you get up every morning at four o'clock to take somebody possibly to a job or something like that, hey, you know what? Start. I'm going to give you a couple more weeks, but starting the first of the month, um, I can only take you two days out of the week instead of five. You know, I'm giving you time to figure it out. You're still trying to help. But guess what? You're still you're setting boundaries in this place. Now, somebody be like, oh, hell no, you going to take me. And guess what? I ain't taking your ass at all. Now, I just tried to give you the benefit of the doubt, try to help your ass. But now you're not going to make me feel like that I'm obligated. We've got to get out of that sense of obligation to other people. Our number one obligation is us. And if you're not doing things that are aligning you to be your number one obligation, then it's time to get ugly. It's time to make some changes, some shifts. But start small. You don't have to make big changes in one day. Your changes could be a six-month journey, a two-year journey. I've done, been on this journey for three years now, and I will always be on a journey because I will be a continuing growth in process. I'm never going to stop. I will be a lifelong learner from here on out and before I wasn't. So now that I know I have embedded lifelong learning into my mindset, that's exactly how I'm going to carry myself every day. But I had to start small. And start, start starting small started with that journal which I actually turned into that book because that's what that is, my 30-day journal. So, Period. Yes. I love that, start small. And please take her advice. Don't do not do what I do and just jump off the bridge. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Now, if you feel like you can swim, hey, go please, ahead. Do, do you. 
and be okay with the reroutes along the way. Because even though you start this transformative journey, there's going to be reroutes. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be things that are trying to stop you, hold you back. Be okay with that. That's one thing as a mindset coach, I teach my clients. We are going to have obstacles that are going to try to get in the way. We are going to have obstacles that will get in the way. But my me as your coach is going to teach you how to bounce off softer than instead of hitting that brick wall you're gonna hit a little bouncy wall and you're gonna be able to bounce it right back and keep on going because life be life and y'all life be life and so we know that there are going to be things that are set out to destroy us to hinder us to keep us in this restricted state of mind but if you are adapting the mindset of i know that these obstacles are out there then when you hit them you're gonna be like oh shit i knew that was coming all right keeping it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just the thing. Be okay with the obstacles because it's a part of life. It's the life cycle. And I don't know if you can attest this in your, in your journey so far, I've had so many starts, like it's mm -hmm. so many, so many starts, like, okay, today's all right. The key is in the ignition. All right. It cranked up the car cranked up. Yeah. The heat is on. The seat is adjusted. like so many starts and restarts. And yes. I, I mean, and I, and, and I know that you're saying you're on a, it would just started for you three years ago, but it's probably been so much longer than that. Probably it's not. We're just not aware of yes. when we were or when we wasn't. But And I think that's know, what it is. The self-awareness side of things. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's yeah. like, this just did, this just didn't come from anywhere. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like it may have begun and we stuck to it then. Yeah. But like, for me, I could think it's early, my earliest memory of just like, not just, wanting to understand better was like eight years old when my um my aunt got me this little my little precious bible it was pink and it was like um uh, it was like made like a, a clutch purse so i had yeah. a little strap on it so i had like it looked like a little purse and it was so cute but the book that i fell in love with was the songs of solomon mm. and the way that he and i know this is not religion i'm I, I'm like you. I listen. If you grew up in a church and you're black in America, then you understand. So you understand. But I still have a connection with God, and that's still a foundation. Yeah, right. But my my introduction was the Songs of Solomon. I fell in love with the Songs of Solomon. That that description of first of all was poetry. I love poetry. Ever mm. since a young girl, I love words. I love the power of words and the beauty of words. <clears throat> so reading Song of Solomon, I was like in love and infatuated with the idea of being connected to a source in such a way that we are making love without even touching each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like loving in such a way, connecting in such a way, vibing in such a way, yeah. and being able to look out at life in that same kind of way. It, 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 it was like a, a opening for me. Yes. Like for me. And I don't think we, sometimes you gotta, we like to look back a lot at, the lessons but look at your connections you know what i'm saying yeah. like also take the time to see where this didn't just begin this idea didn't just start here like it's probably been for some time you may have just made yourself conscious yeah. to what is going on and the transformations that you're making or need to make mm -hmm. but it's a conversation that our spirit has been having with us for forever absolutely you know I mean? like forever it's just about us taking the time like you said to become self-aware yeah so where enough to 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 find those connections yes. to, to where we can be better, but where we've always desired, and connections to even like our folks, like our family and our parents, yeah. 
And sometimes it's hard, especially if you have like a weird dynamic with those people to find those connections. But it's like, even my desire to be better didn't just start with me. Yeah. Not I'm saying like my mom, even in her journey, she wanted something better for herself. Yes. That yep. seed. Same with mine. You know, within my mom and the same with her mom. Yeah. You know, it's like it was a generational thing, and we just all as we birthed and we 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 as we gave life to children and things like that, we were just able generationally to watch the seeds play out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we are, and I and I know we've all probably heard this growing up. We are the product of somebody's prayers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It may not be the prayers of our parents, but it's the prayers of somebody that was connected to us, whether energetically, spiritually, or bloodline. Like yeah, because it definitely go deeper. It, it definitely go very, very much more deeper. Um, and that's you know that's actually where I am at with it. Just you know understanding that it goes deeper. Um, than that, and I know that the generations before me didn't take it that deep, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm definitely very mindful of where I have those type of conversations because everybody ain't worthy of those conversations. Me personally speaking, um, I am very aware of the type of conversations. Um, I'm very just different on the energy. Um, I'm not going to be around people. That's just not talking about anything. That's not growth minded. Um, you know, that's a part of the replacements, you know, of that, but, Honestly, um, there's not going to be a time where we're not going to have a doubt of making some shifts in our lives, right? There's going to always be a time where you're going to say, you know what, is this what I'm supposed to do? Because that's human nature, right? It's human nature to really question. It's you applying the logic. Um, instead of making emotional based decisions, you're really sitting back and applying the logic and you're supposed to. Um, and really understanding that we are individuals and we're called individuals for a reason. That means you're an individual to have your own values, your own beliefs, your own sense of life. You are not supposed to be basing your life off of what somebody else is doing. And I just really want us to get out of that restricted state of mind, thinking that we're supposed to be following trends. Um, they're trends. Yeah, true enough. But I'm my own trend. And if people don't understand that by now, I know I'm not for everybody. I'm not trying to appeal to everybody. I'm not trying to love everybody because everybody is not worthy of my love and my high vibrational energy. And I'm OK with that. Um, before, you know, growing, it's like, oh, you know, I want everybody to understand me. I won't. I don't. I don't care no more. Like, I just I don't care if you understand me or not. I'm here for those who I'm supposed to be here for. I align with who are, is supposed to be with me. Um, I vibrate higher with those that I'm supposed to be, vibrate higher with. And that's just the lifestyle that I live. And there's nobody that's going to come in and try to convince me any different because the inner work that I have done to get to this point, baby. <laughs> hey. It's real. That. How would you... So we're strong in our individual identities, right? But a lot of people... And I feel like for me, and I don't know if you could say the same for you. Um, for me, I feel like my growth within myself is in somewhat direct correlation to the amount of pain that I've gone through in my life. You know what I mean? Like I, it matches, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like the trauma matches the growth in, in, in some way or another. Like what I went through forced me 
to look at myself or to understand myself, which is how I'm able to be so strong mm -hmm. in myself. Can you say the same for you as well? Um, I can say that to a degree. Um, I feel like now, though, it is unbalanced because it's a continuing move, um, a continuing growing process for me. So maybe in the beginning, I could say that the level of like crying and the level of ugliness and the level of just me being fully transparent and who I am and what I have gone through um, could be that. But I think now I think I'm a little bit uneven with it now, but in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Because that positive mindset that I carry doesn't mean that I don't think that negative still exists. It means that I am conscious to make sure that the positive trumps it because our minds default to negative all day, every day. We could have 20 positive thoughts in our head, but baby, that one negative thought come in, hey, that's shutting all that positive down because that's the yeah. way of mind. That's the default. I want to get us in a direct state of mind. So even when the negatives come, the positive is what's taking over instead of allowing that negative. So I think it's a little, a little more unbalanced for me now, but I said, like I said, in a good way, um, I now have the policies in place to put the positives first. I could wake up this morning. I woke up this morning. As a matter of fact, my eye was like, girl, what's wrong? It was just fluttering and fluttering and fluttering. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with this damn eye? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right. I went into a mindful state for like five or 10 minutes and, you know, let the thoughts that were going through my mind thinking about this eye, you know, go ahead and move through. I don't suppress my thoughts anymore. I just let them flow through. You know, um, and I'm a Gemini baby, so this mind be on fire. I was gonna ask you earlier which his sign was because you was giving you was giving air all day. <laughs> you was giving air all day. He was hey. a Gemini. Y'all crazy ass. Hey, and I love it, baby. I'm a good crazy. I'm a healing crazy, if that makes sense. But Listen, I walk in that. Because I've been saying healing crazy. I like that. I like, I'm a healing crazy. Like, hey, period. I'm crazy. In case you was wondering, but it's going to feel good for yourself. Yeah. Because one thing about it, I'm still, my character ain't changed. Like, my character ain't changed. I'm horrible. I say this. I'm horrible for egos. Horrible for egos. But I am great for the soul. Yeah. Horrible. Like, please don't come to me with the ego. Please don't. Oh, my God. I think in my mind, I think there's a part of me that makes it a mission. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and humble you. Hey. Just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. I think that's partially because um I, I I'm I'm gay. So like when you date women, especially the kind of women that I date, sometimes they always assume that you like them before you even tell them that you like yeah. okay. Let me let that 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 now we watch your number. And that's the thing. You learn it and you working on it. Listen, everybody, I want people to realize it's not no overnight damn process. It could be 10 years from now and there's still certain things about you that people deem as toxic or people deem as, you know, your toxic trait. Um, but you've really just got to start <laughs> figuring out more empowering words for you. Don't label yourself toxic. Label yourself as what I said, a healing crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to always find a new word to describe me because I'm a new person every day. 
every day, every week, you know, however I wake up, I walk in that. You know, if I wake up and be like, oh, yeah, today, today a low energy day, baby, I'll shut shit down. If I got a recording or something like today, I'm not going to lie. Like if I woke up today and that energy just wasn't there, I'd have had to hit you like, hey, sis, you know, it just ain't with me today. You know what I'm saying? Can we reschedule? When I say I'm unapologetic, I mean that like I'm, you know, now, if I got a $10 million contract penny, you know, obviously I'm going to have to, what yeah, we doing? you know, we're going to have to do I a little adjustment. Absolutely. But you know, the moral of that is just to be okay with saying, you know what, I got to take some time for myself. Um, I, As far as daily wise, I affirm shit for myself every day. I could be in my car, y'all, at the red light and the rear view mirror, and I'm gonna be like, ooh, girl, them earrings look good on you today. Ooh, she did your eyebrows good today, even though they need to be done right now. But the point I'm trying to make is I am always positively reinforcing myself with my own words of affirmations. I, I don't have to look at them from a book, even though I have a you know self-development books coming out that actually will have like some powerful ass affirmations, but I don't have no problem with self-affirming wherever I'm at. A good 30 seconds in that mirror while I'm waiting on that light to turn green, baby, that done put me in a whole heightened state of mind and my energy done shifted just in that 30 seconds. These are the things that I say habit changers. You know, instead of listening to that music, hey, check out a YouTube video that's speaking about growth. You know, listen to a podcast. Hey, your podcast, my podcast, listen to a podcast that's doing some type of personal development, some growth. You know, don't always go to the shade room and trying to catch the scoop on that. Hey, everybody like a little petty, like I said, but be okay with inserting other things that you know are going to help you on a positive note to better yourself, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, spiritually, all of that. You know, you've got to be intentional in making those moves happen. That shit ain't just going to fall in y'all lap. You got to get out of that mindset of thinking that you're entitled. That sense of entitlement, you're entitled, but you're also entitled to do the work. You're empowered to do the work. You need to do the work, period. And that's the part that niggas don't be wanting to do. That's why I, I respect everybody who's coming on there because y'all are all coaches. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are taking the journey of teaching people. Mm -hmm. I tried that a couple years ago. That's how I started. It's this way. Right. This way. That this part. Way. That this part. way with my books, and I love that you found that. that. I that love way. that you found but that. That's your individual journey. Personally, like I can give you advice, I can be a listening ear, but please don't ask me for advice back, especially if you know you're not gonna take it. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that um what frustrates me is the fact that people will be given the tools, they'll be given the resources. But still, don't do the work themselves. Yeah, and that's and where I had to. It's it's yeah. so it's it. Uh, for me, coaching, <laughs> coaching one on one. That's just I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that to y'all. Y'all do an amazing job. Follow them, click their links, book them, pay these people. Hey, and I actually do have. As I've grown, yeah. As I've grown, I do more. I do more coaching. Um, I do online webinars. I do in-person workshops. Um, you know, when I started, yeah, it was more of a one-on-one -on -one thing for me. But as I'm pivoting in business, um, the one-on-one -on -one is really a lot of time consumption. Um, and as I'm building other things, um, the podcast. I've been podcasting for two and a half years. You know what I'm saying? So that's also another level where people can go and get 
insight um from other guests that i have on there which you know we'll talk about you coming on for the new season but you know um but you know so like i feel you i i had to expand other areas so it's not just about the one-on-one culture for me i have so many different aspects um my mindset motivation workshops i just did like a women winning webinar and i'm so glad i said that right because that's a tongue twister but i just did one um with the collaborative effort of another um bomb lady you know we had a women winning webinar where we had different aspects mastering your mindset for success shooting your shot and taking risks um balancing entrepreneurial work home life balance you know those type of things because again i believe in personal development on multiple levels so it's beyond coaching for me um i believe in being a supportive system to that person that I am coaching. So it go beyond the session for me. Hey, you got something upcoming? Because I work with women who either want to become entrepreneurs or are entrepreneurs and are needing the personal clarity to entrepreneur to elevate their entrepreneurial journey. But hey, you got something going on? Let me know. I pop out. I come out and support. You know, those are the things. When I say supportive community for women, that is my supportive community for women, being able to be available just beyond that 45-minute coaching session. So, you know, it is. And like you said, you know, you with the podcast, and as you continue to grow, I'm pretty sure that you are going to have those type of areas and those type of aspects, you know what I'm saying, as well. for sure, for sure, for sure. I already got my, my tour planned out in my hey, head. Hey, come on. I've been planning it out since I've been consistent with the podcast because I've I've always, my struggle was self-confidence. Yeah. Like truly believing in my voice and having the right to use it and having something worth saying, even yeah. if it was only to me. So I would start and stop and start and stop yeah. and, you know, go and go. And then for the past, um, I think I'm on my seventh month. I have been consistent, like no stopping every week, every single week, which was honestly harder than I thought it was going to be. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is me alone. Like, and and, and I understand when they be like, if motivation, if if you don't have the motivation, have the dedication. You know what I'm saying? Because the dedication will eventually give you to that place of just constant motivation. So I'm on my seventh month of showing up every single week, nonstop. And it's been exposure. Mm -hmm. Like it has exposed so much to myself. Um. It has given me a newfound respect for content creators, for sure. Like people who like that part. that this is their job. Like this is my job, and I get yeah. paid for it. But it's different when it's for yourself than when yeah, you're right. like people. Like it's, I have a whole new respect for that whole entire industry. Mm-hmm. Like because people don't understand, it's really a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really a really a lot. So I I have things planned out already. I have been still also building up my confidence for in-person experiences because mm-hmm. although I can talk like this because I'm in my own space, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm in my own vibe, so I'm safe here. But if I was to like, when I go out, I get a little bit more nervous mm-hmm. around people. I, I get, get that. More social anxiety around people. So yeah. I still, but I do, I do want to do workshops. One of the workshop ideas that I want to do, because for me being exposed to different things in my life has helped me see myself in those arenas. Yeah. So, and, yes. and one of my favorite experiences is mansions, like having friends that have mansions like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That that really got it. You know? yes. Like that part. Let me get $50 real let quick. Me- like, really got it. Like, <laughs> really 
got it. So and then them and their experiences and yeah. then allowing you to go along with them and just seeing different places. That's something that I feel like and it's it's called something. It's R E S RAS or R A S. It's like an immersive, it's like the experience where you're able to when they tell you to like go drive through different neighborhoods to see where you at. It's a thing. It's a, a scientific. Okay. Thing. Okay. The as called RAS, I believe, or REM, something like that. Mm, okay. Like, okay. So one of the things that I want to do is, um, and I'm hoping that I can bring it into fruition next year. Um, but partnering with a real estate company or something like that, and having workshops, intensive workshops with people, with women, especially just because we don't have no community for real. And we need to learn how to get along. Okay. Hey, that word, look, you and got another hour because we can talk about that. Exposing them to that and having the luxurious lifestyle, not because of the stuff, not because of the things, but because of the energy the that it brings about, because of the energy that it exposes and unlocks within yeah. us to, to beginning to come and walk on some marble floor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To walk out and jump in the pool if you wanted to, to, to have a dinner with all of us together affirming each other you know yeah. what i'm saying like little stuff so i want to do i want to do more immersive things like that like mm -hmm. i want to bring them to locations yeah. like whether that. it is at the mansion or we're in the desert or we're out in the snow somewhere like immersive experiences in different arenas of life so that you can see it for yourself and you can know that you know what i can I can strive for something better. I come from a city where Section Eight is the bag. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You get that Section Eight card, like you ain't you you like it's all up and down my Facebook. It just happened like two three weeks ago. They just released the list, <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that. Right, right. Absolutely not, because I lived in Section House. I paid my fifty dollars a month. Oh, okay. I've done all of that. Okay, I've done that. I've been there. Okay, that part. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just the the getting stuck in that kind of thinking yeah. that this is the best that you deserve, that yeah. you can, that you can have better. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I want to do. And like I said, tour, I like, I like, I love going around places. I love traveling. So being able to see different places and meet different people in their environment is something that I love to do. Like, I love to see the world. I love yeah. to travel. Like, I just went on a road trip um, in the beginning of the summer for like two and a half weeks and we drove mm. across country. Um, and it was just like going through the, the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. Oh, I literally yeah. cried. Like, Aww. it was just so beautiful. Like, yeah. I've never seen anything. My next destination is your part of the world. So, what's over there? What's Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm like three hours. I'm pretty much. I'm literally. So I'm. I'm in between St. Louis and Chicago. Literally, uh -huh. I'm two hours in between. So I'm two and a half hours from Chicago. And I'm two and a half hours from St. Louis. I'm three hours from Indianapolis. So like they right call us in the, in the, Illinois. So right we're definitely um, in the yeah. midst. So you definitely let me know when you heading this way, baby. Absolutely. Come show some of the sunny side of your city. Let me eat some deep dish pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you well, then, hey, we definitely gonna hang out real good there, cause hey, I still like to eat. I'm a big girl for life. You hear me? Period, <laughs> yeah, yeah, period, period. But just taking that journey, how would you, how would you advise people? Cause I don't really be having words when people ask me um, 
certain questions and I don't want to ignore them. So I try to the best of my ability, mm -hmm. but confidence, how would you, how do you help your clients with their confidence of Ooh. starting that business of walking away from that relationship of whatever? What do you tell them? Well, we actually kind of sit down and actually discuss like the highs and lows of that. Um, I, you know, have them do what I call a satisfaction survey, um, where you go through a few questions where, you know, one out of 10, how satisfied are you with this aspect in your life right now? How satisfied are you with this aspect? So now we have a blueprint on the things that we actually need to work on to give yourself that confidence. Um, you know, I have women that have come to me, they have the most amazing ideas, but because they're living such hectic, toxic field lives, they can't put the moves in to make it happen. Um, I am a full-time entrepreneur, but I wasn't when I started. I was still in corporate America when I first started. Um, you know, so being able to shift that, um, I was fired from the job. And because I was on my own transformative journey, I was like, do I want to go find another job or am I going to continue to walk in this purpose? And I walked in my damn purpose and I'm almost three years in. But what I would say to somebody with regards to establishing um, the things that you're struggling with, you got to be okay with admitting that you struggle with this stuff. So if you know that you struggle with, you know, wearing a specific type of outfit, or you know that you struggle, like you said, social anxiety, being in, you know, rooms with large people to be, you know, facilitating and that type of stuff. If you know then there's some things that we you got to work on. You know, there's got to be specific tools set for specific things. So that confidence is going to come in different ways as you begin to do the, the things that I spoke about earlier, the habit adjustments. Those are all going to come into play with building your inner confidence because you're doing something that's aligning with you yeah. and you walking in what you're aligned with, baby, that's confidence. Because you're saying, you know what? I don't care that you don't like this. I don't care that you don't necessarily approve with how I do things, how I talk, how I speak. This is my, these are my values. These are my core values because you got to find your core values, your characteristics about you. And once you identify those, baby, that's establishing your confidence. Because when you step into that room that you stepped in maybe a year ago before and not knowing where your, what your values were, you're going to walk in that room and you are going to attract those that feel that you now have that confidence because you have your own values that you're now walking in. So it's just a matter of just identifying who you are, what your struggles are, and let's get a blueprint together to work towards overcoming them and building because that's going to build your confidence. You know, you can't get confidence. You can say it all day on social media. Oh, I'm confident. I confidently don't give a damn, but baby, your actions say you give a damn because guess what? You just made a post, a whole thesis on social I... media about how you don't care. You care, no. sis. You care, bro. Don't you hashtag care. unbothered, but be so bothered posts. Just be vexing my spirit. Like, you're unbothered. You don't have to say that you're unbothered. That part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, for me. Your actions will show you. Uh, your actions will show if you unbothered or not, sis. You probably experienced it, too, once you made your shift in your transition, how your past like to change you. Especially oh, hell yeah. They like to throw little subs and do little things. And I see it. 
You know what I'm saying? I see it all day long. Yep. I see you know it. I want to. I want to find. I'm gonna find this page. What page? Not only do I see it, I see. I feel it, and I see you trying to replicate what I got going on over here yep. for yourself. I see it. I see me. I see you. I see you, daughter. I see you, son. I see y'all. I just really. Yep. I, I, and I think this is what I want people to know. You come on my Facebook page, you're not going to see very, you're going to see very little personal. You know what I'm saying? Very little personal. Why? Because I'm unbothered. Yeah. I'm unbothered and I'm, I'm focused so unbothered. On, on what I have going on. Like, yeah. I don't, I shared this Cat Williams uh, video. I made like this little uh, mashup meme about it on Facebook. And it's Cat Williams saying, I don't give a fuck about what's going on in your life because I, and fucking what's going on with my life and that's that part. my mentality yeah and i want you to read the excerpt and then i got a question but i'm gonna ask the question first because my yeah go ahead because this is actually just i just I'm wanted to read this snippet it. with regards to sacrifice <laughs> i'm only asking it because i will forget it's here but I'm come gonna... on with it i get that <laughs> like just now like just now like look I just said it. And that, thought, that thought ran all the way away from me oh my gosh like just Girl, I get it. That short term be a motherfucker. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, what a school boy here. It was a good one, too. <laughs> All right, God, just say it. Maybe I was going to say it. It's facts, though. Um, You know, I'm going to need people to really be unbothered. Because if you weren't bothered, you wouldn't have took 45 minutes to make that post to show social media for everybody to get on the post and be like, keep doing you, sis. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, I don't want to hear none of that. Like, I'm that. Not, I tell I my actually, story. I, I didn't ask for your advice. That part. And it's like, oh, you know, it's social media. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me wrong. But, hey, we no longer living in the days where people are like, oh, social media is just entertainment. No. no social media is a lot of people's real life. And I'm going to need y'all to stop acting like that that's the case. How like, you it's funny, funny. Like, you just be a ha-ha. You not be a ha-ha. You being real. You, you, know you being that real. You, you being Stand real. On it. So, like, just stop doing that. You know, I'm not saying that you can't share your story on social media. Um, I'm very transparent of what I talk about personal wise, but not all personal. You know, I know my limits when it comes to my personal, you know, life. You know what I'm saying? Because must be like, oh, I know you I don't know. You got this. I know. I, I know. I'm very intentional in what gets out and what doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Um, as I continue to grow. Hey, who knows? Um, tell all book will be in 2024. So then you can read all about everything about me then. But until then, you get what I give. And I'm unapologetic about that. Nobody's going to force me to do anything. Nobody's going to force me to come in and speak on nothing. I know that there are people out here who are negatively speaking on me. I will never address them. I will never get on social media and be like to all them people that got something bad to say. No, I'm going to let my actions continue to show you because I am an award-winning coach. I am an Amazon best-selling author. I'm a full-time entrepreneur with over six streams of income. So anything that you say to me at this stage in the game, hey, all I'm going to do is just be like, just like that. It's just that simple, y'all. And that's the, that's, I built that. You know what I'm saying? I built that. Um, that's not nothing that came overnight. I built that shit. I fought hard to get where I'm at in life. And I'm going to continue to fight hard to elevate myself, to keep myself empowered and inspired so I can be the best version of every woman that comes across my path so I can teach them how to do the same damn thing. 
And that's my mission, period. Period. I love that. All right, what you what you read? What you wrote? What you wrote? So with regards to sacrifice, y'all, let me tell y'all, this book, I wrote this again in 2020. I did not make any modifications on the story itself. I actually made some grammatical errors, but I actually had this professionally edited. And it says, um, yes, I miss some of my friends, but I don't miss some of their energy, if that makes sense. This is 2020. So this is me identifying that. I already know which of them are going to be able to handle this transformation and which ones are going to say that I'm acting funny. Be okay with people saying you acting funny. When you acting funny, that means you growing. The thought came back. I'm sorry. Come on. I'm come sorry. on. Why is there? Come on. What? Okay. So as, as us, as us, as us. Got right? you. Got you. We deal with a lot of ladies, right? Mm -hmm. One of them being the angry black woman. How has how has your transition and the labels that come along with it um, impacted your not impacted because I feel like that makes it seem like it it caused a, a stagnation, but how has it influenced your growth journey? Because it's so easy when we're standing in our our boundaries, standing in our truth, yes. standing for us to. For the world, for our family, for our friends, for everybody to feel like, like you said, we're acting funny. We're trying to be brand mm -hmm. new. Oh, you think you better than us? And da -da 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 -da. I know one of the things, and I, I want you to answer one of the things, yeah, but I want to give an example. Um, I'm a virgin. Like, I've never been with a man at mm -hmm. all. And when I was younger, my friends didn't believe that I was gay because I didn't believe that I was gay for real, for real. So they would always make fun of me for being a virgin. Like always, like it was mm -hmm. wrong for me to want to keep something of that, especially right. when my experience was somebody trying to take it. You know what I'm saying? So for me to keep it for myself, as opposed to just throwing it out to whatever, it just, that just didn't fit right for me. But I used to be told, what you think you got diamonds between your legs? You think your coochie better than us? Who says these things? Right. Who says these things? Someone that's insecure in themselves. So how have you, how has, how have you embraced? That's what I want to say. How have you embraced kind of the, or reach or transform for yourself? Yeah. Kind of the negative labels that we as black women have to deal with once we do start making those shifts and transformations in our lives. Well, um, with regards to the angry black woman, I'm not going to lie. I kind of embraced that because I was an angry black woman. I was angry at life. I was angry at myself for not making the moves that I needed to make when I needed to make those moves back then. I was angry at, you know, those around me because they weren't trying to grow with me. Um, I was angry. So when it came to that particular stigma, um, I won't say that I took that label on, but I did address the fact that I had those emotions um, and that it helped me, you know, because me understanding and knowing that, yes, I was angry. Listen, somebody could drop a piece of paper on the floor and I'd be ready to snap out. You know what I'm saying? I'd be ready to snap. That wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So I was angry. I was angry. I was frustrated. So I had to really say, you know what? You was walking in that path. You was angry. You know, um, I had to shift it. So now that I know I'm angry, so now what I'm going to do to make that change. So embracing it is absolutely what I did uh, when it came to that stigma. Um, being a big girl all my life, you know, I'm pigeon-toed and I'm knock-kneed and I got a fat ass. 
everybody know i already know back in the day you know you had those people that talked about how fat you was but was low-key trying to get with you and now them same people be like hey i ain't seen you in forever and you're not gonna see me now you know it I is, what it is. Say, i ain't never met a bow-legged pigeon-toed knock knee girl with a fat butt that wasn't nobody trying to get out hey never never in my life period so you know <laughs> it's just a matter of you know really identifying and saying you know what why why am i being called that you know what factors are contributing to somebody calling me that now once you do that self-reflection and you be like no ain't no you got to look at it from the outside and be like hey that's their own insecurities they trying to throw their insecurities onto me and a lot of people are insecure about themselves they don't want to admit it and they won't admit it some will die not admitting that they have their own insecurities but i can't let that control me um, this goes back to what I said earlier about me no longer following society standards. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what society say about how I am now, you know, people be like, oh, you're not a therapist. I ain't never told you that I was a therapist. Where did you get that from? I know that I know my ethics. I know the difference between a therapist and a coach. And I walk in my coaching thing. Now, when I get that PhD, I don't want to hear nobody's mouth. But right now, you know what I'm saying? I know what journey that I'm on and I know my boundaries and my, you know, the difference between the two, but really, like I said, just going back and saying, you know what? I was angry. I was angry a lot. So even though I wasn't that stigma angry, I was angry about that. And I just had to make those changes, um, for myself. I don't give a damn what nobody else say, but I had to make them changes for myself. So anybody that's actually going through, you know, feeling like that you're a part of the trending stigmas that are going around, um, all the more reason why self-reflection is necessary. Um, All the more reason why you need to identify with who you are as an individual. All the more reasons why you need to sit down and do some reflecting and figure out where you're satisfied at, where you're not satisfied at, where you're getting fulfillment from, where you're getting a lack of, where the affection's coming from. You know, are you happy in the relationship? These are all the more reasons why to do that damn reflection. The work got to be done, y'all. Y'all can try to spend it all day, but at the end of the day, the work has to be done. All day. And I be I used to pray. I used to try so hard to skip it. Mm-hmm. Me Let too. me just get to the end. <laughs> Let me, it's, 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 it's all worked out on the other side, right? Okay, yep. let me just get there. Is there like a train? They got a, a bus ticket I got to purchase. Like, how <laughs> do I get there? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. This, this, this. We ain't yeah. want to go through those detours and them big ass craters in the road because uh, I died ain't fixing the street. Every time my ass took a detour, I fell right off that fucking cliff into a ditch. <laughs> every time. Every time. Every time I try to skip a process. Every time I try to like go back and then like turn a corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all. Y'all, I really wish. And I, I wish people, I wish there was a way to really emphasize the work. The work has to get done like you have to there's this there's this woman in my city and she came up with the term you got to do your work like you got to do your work you got to do it whatever it is that you're trying to get to wherever you're trying to get to you got to do your work especially even in the social media age everybody want to be a social media influencer or want to be famous you know how much work it takes do you know how much work it takes hey, to no, really people don't. social media if you know how many videos and how much content you have to post do you yep. really know Especially when those people that paid you to make those certain amount of posts, 
Yeah. And they're knocking on your DMs and then your emails because yes. we paid you. Where's our three to five posts at? See, when it starts getting money involved, that's why I be telling people, y'all want to be on social media so bad. And I want yep. to be on social media so bad. I wanted to play the social media game and I'm playing the social media game and I'm tired. Yeah. I never, I never did. I, I, I did my social media as a coach. Um, and now, you know, I definitely have policies in place to, you know, keep the pages consistent, but honestly, me personally, I'm not trying to monetize off Facebook. I'm, I'm not, there's other aspects of monetization, um, that I'm actually working towards. It's too much work for Facebook and Instagram. And like I said, that's my personal opinion. I don't want to monetize, you know, I I'll show up every day. Um, or I'll say my pages show up every day. Cause baby, nothing wrong with using publishing <coughs> tools or nothing like that. Hint, hint y'all. Cause they out there, but the, you know, my goal was never to monetize on Facebook, Instagram, any of that. Um, you know, I'm just going to have policies in place to monetize elsewhere. Um, you know, YouTube. Yep. Definitely. That's one of my goals. Oh, um, YouTube. Get on that right now. They just changed. Their oh, I am. You know, I am. you only need 500 fucking followers now and no longer a thousand. Mm-hmm. So they change this stuff over the yep. years. Get on that YouTube, girl. At- <laughs> Get on that YouTube. Absolutely. I've been trying to tell people, just, like you said, just, just diversify. Yep. Yeah, diversify. Um, be okay with looking at other aspects. I know again, we see all these influencers out here, y'all. But like she said, you don't know the work that was put in for you to see that 90 second video. And you the don't lies. know, man. The lies that's hey, everybody ain't got them houses, y'all. Them Airbnbs, them rental cars, them this, them that. Stop thinking that what you see on there and stop picking. And me as a coach. I'm not that coach that's going to promise you six figures, but I am that coach that's going like, to give you the tools to have a clear head so you can get on your journey to make six figures. You need the mindset of a six-figure earner. Not the, you know, you need the mindset of that. You got to start here first. Money and not having the wisdom. You ain't going to get it. You ain't going to get it. These millionaires had a team, baby. You can't a, do it by yourself. A team. And people want to be playing the short game in this day and age. Nobody is playing fair. Yeah. Nobody is playing fair. And I keep telling people, you're going to have, they're paying to play everywhere. Absolutely. Everywhere. You're not getting a seat at the table. You're not getting invited unless you're willing to bust some suds after that dinner is over. You got to pay to play. How do you think, how do you think some people have gotten to the rooms that they have gotten into? That part. I paid. Yeah. I paid. I paid money. And I'm okay with that. $2,500, (laughs) $3,500. Okay. Hey, it's we all of investing in yourself. Where it though. happens, why it's investing I in yourself. In yeah. the power of sowing seeds. Yeah. Number yeah. one, but I understand the power of of connectivity. Yeah. I understand the power of connectivity. You gotta pay to play. You gonna pay one way or, or another. All you gonna pay one way or another. Yeah. And like and like she just commented. One of my people just commented and said, "Friend, you always say these folks got teams and they pay. And they do." They do. They do. They have hey, if you got somebody that you follow on social media like that, let me tell y'all something. Hey, they got a bomb marketing team. If you see them, you know what I'm saying, doing other things and doing things that you like, oh my God, I want to do that. Hey, they got a bomb marketing team because they convincing you to spend your last couple dollars, you know what I'm saying, to make some things happen. So that's one thing that Y'all got to realize, be willing to invest in yourself. I'm so open-minded and invested in myself continually. I'm going to make sure that I do that because guess what? I started my business during COVID 
and I'm celebrating three years in business. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be celebrating 10 more years in business. I want the long term. So guess what? I'm going to continue to invest where I see the growth needs to happen. And I, I'm definitely multi-talented within my business, but I don't got no problem with outsourcing at this stage in the game. Book and it's called um, 30 Days to a Million Followers. And it gives a whole breakdown to what these mm -hmm. people are doing and how yeah. they're building their platform. And I'm like, and I've been saying it for years, but to see it and play, and I'm yep. in the process of putting my game plan in because you may not want to monetize. Me, it's not just about the monetization Social media is my networking. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I, I, like I said, I get nervous going out to places. So mm -hmm. going to like random networking events or stuff like that, that just, that gives me. Anxiety. Yeah. And I get it. And, so, and, and it, it is for people. It's my ability to. Absolutely. Do. So I plan for that, for that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she brought it in there. So I want to take this called 1 million followers and it is called how I built a massive social media following in 30 days. And it broke, breaks down so many growth hacks. And one of the things that it exposed to me, because it's something that I've been wanting people to understand, especially if you're on social media for your business. Every business has to be on social media. You may not want to monetize it, but your exposure of your business is going to put you in a position to make mm -hmm. money off of that one platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. If that wasn't your goal, it's going to happen one way or another. And, and that's the thing. All like in that part it's going to happen because yeah. i know i'm going to do what's necessary to make it happen but i'll reap the benefits of it but it's not my prior yeah 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 or you know the priority you know with regards to that my priority is to make sure that there are you know my online store to you know you see me on social media go to my store make a purchase you know you see me on my youtube go over there my store is right there you know so yes i know that as it grows um, because I have a great following on social media. I'm not saying that I don't, you know what I'm saying? But it was never the priority. So maybe because it was not the priority that the blessings are coming and the followers are still coming in. Yeah. But if I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I will not be grateful <laughs> if it happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to say that. So yeah, I when feel you on that. Was, um, but it just showed that nobody's playing fair. You know what I'm saying? And then it's sad to say, mm -hmm. it's sad to say, because we'd be like, oh, we can, we, we want, we're humans. Let's help each other out, humans. Yeah. No, nobody's yeah. paying fair. Like you see these pages, one day they got 20,000, 2,000 followers, next day they got 2 million. Girl. They paid for that. They paid for it. They pay. You see these posts going viral, back to back to back to back. They're paying. And again, as as the algorithms and everything move, you've got to be knowledgeable in that area. Listen, the to. days of us just making a post on social media it's and me. going away is gone. There has to be a strategy to every post you make on social media, every reel you share, every hashtag you use. There has to be a strategy if you want to monetize. If you don't and you just okay, we'll post it. Just then do, all right. do what you do. Do what, do what you, you do. do. do what but you if do. you are That's wanting to build, grow, and monetize, baby, there is a strategy for everything. And y'all better start understanding that and investing in that. Because and guess what? Another thing with AI, y'all, hey, I know it. we want to be like, oh, my God. Put them on game. Get on this AI game while it's still early, y'all. Hey, because eventually y'all going to be paying $5,000 a month for that shit. It's still early, <laughs> man, because AI is taking over. I use it for everything. Absolutely. I use it Me for too. everything. And I, I use it for a lot. Um, I do use it for a lot because I'm a talker. Um, anyway, it go, you know what I'm saying? I had to like 
relinquish that control a little bit and take to that because I used to be the person to be like, oh, I want to write all my content um, oh. with my like my YouTube descriptions and stuff like that. Girl, hard. Script writing is hard. Don't that's make hell. it hard. On yeah. This, listen, and that's why I be trying to tell people the journey of just having the confidence to show up enough for yourself is hard in itself. Absolutely. All of the other stuff that come along with it, make it easy for you. Make the transition easy for you. Like this, when I first started, was hard because I didn't believe in myself enough. Yeah. And yep. so I had to find systems that would make it fun for me, easy yeah. for me to be able to produce the content, mm -hmm. edit the content, chop the content down, get it post ready. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Now, now I can use a system where I, at first, when I first thought I was using iMovie. On the iPhone, that little that little whack ass app. <laughs> that, that hey, me. I'm team Android. I don't know about that oh, iPhone. Oh, I, I I don't know about that iPhone. This little weak ass app is called iMovie. It's supposed to help you edit stuff. You don't do nothing. It can't do nothing. It don't do nothing. It's trash. And I'm saying that Apple, yeah, Apple. Hey, that iMovie shit because it's trash. <laughs> But I was using that. And like I said, it's trash. Yeah. But now I have a, a process where I can, I have an AI. Yeah, buddy. So AI. I don't know if I'm exposing to all of you. I'm exposing to Keisha privately because y'all not coming to make my AI show. Hey, come on. Not, <laughs> not, not. I'm sorry. Hey, potential affiliate. Hit, hit. Yeah, just so y'all know. <laughs> Um, so the AI that I use, it cuts my videos down because so yeah. much goes like 30 minutes to an hour long just by myself. It cuts my videos and yeah. adds them, adds the text and the little emojis to go along with for me. I don't have to do nothing but record. Girl, talk just about it. record. And that thing just go ahead and does everything else for me because it knows I'm not. <laughs> hey, I'm it not. held me back a lot of times having to do that. So yes, I understand Listen, totally. And yeah, um, to, to building a business online or even exposing your business to greater people one of my favorite one of my favorite people that i love to uh when um i have a, a think tank a content curation think tank coming up um mm -hmm. and one of my favorite examples to use is judy with the big booty um kaleidoscope drops yes because the way that she if you followed her from her day thing, one exactly I mean, from from back right yes. back in the back the skit to the music videos, to the promotionals that she did. To me, that was the standard for how to run a social media business. Absolutely. That is what you do. You find different ways to insert what you do into something that's relevant for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, have fun with it. Like I just came up with three new characters that are coming out in the next two months. They got outfits, they got wigs, they got everything. Three new I love characters it. that's coming up. And it's just something that I know people are going to be drawn to, mm -hmm. to expose them to come click on my links. Yeah. Come, come listen, come like, comment, share, book, yeah. buy. You know what I'm saying? But I have to find another arena to reach my people. I'm a character. Okay. I'm a personality in and of itself. Yeah. Throw a wig on there with some ashy kneecaps <laughs> and an accent. You're telling me niggas ain't gonna want to click on that. Stop playing. Definitely but click. It's just like getting creative. Yeah. And finding different ways to get your message out there that fits for you. I it's wish I you. didn't pray about it. I wish I was a corporate type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Polished and 
together and saying all of her letters when she speaks. Sounding I, every single thing, single thing out. out. Oh, yes, I indeed. Wish, I used to pray that I was, I wish I grew up like that. I wish mm -hmm. that that was my dynamics to be able to deliver the way that some of the speakers are positioned today. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're always makeup and perfect outfits and but like let's talk about that for a second because baby they didn't start that way they invested in themselves to get that way even that even that though i i'm in a position i can't invest myself i just don't want to because no no no. and I, i'm gonna invest for me because yeah, i'm giving empire real talk i'm still gonna be I'm, I'm a girl from the hood like you know what i'm saying yeah i'm educated yeah i went to college yeah. <laughs> But I will still spin the block. You know what I'm saying? Like, that I will part. still spin the block. I like, said that at a speaking engagement I had. I told them, um, I spoke at a, a summit a couple of weeks ago, and my, um, my topic was the keys to strategic collaboration. Um, so, you know, I was given, you know, pinpoints and stuff like that. And I specifically said, listen, I'm probably not going to be that person that wants to collaborate with somebody at a church. You probably don't want me in the church at the pulpit speaking because I'm probably going to cuss. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's not, just, gonna think about it. not, not at all. Not at all. Exactly. So like when it comes to collaborative, that might not be the place for me. And I'm okay with that. So I totally feel what you're saying on that. Um, yes, I'm going to polish things about me on the business standpoint. I know it's a time for business. I know it's a time for play, play, or whatever else. But one thing you're going to always get is this hood ass voice that I talk, this loud mouth that I'm giving out, but baby, I'm giving it to you raw, uncut and unapologetic and to help us grow because that's giving you the sense of she can still be her own person as she grows and as she builds. So I can do the same thing. That's motivation, baby, because you see us doing it. You see us walking in that path. It's possible for everybody. For you everybody. just got to be ready to do the work. You just got to do the work. You got to do the work. What she said earlier, you got to be ready and willing to make the sacrifices. Yeah. And it's sacrifices, y'all. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. The word sacrifice. sacrifice is the perfect word because you're going to question, oh my God, I don't want to walk away from this person because I've been around them for so long. Oh my God, I don't want to hurt their feelings because this, who feelings need to come first? Ours. Period. Hours, so not saying you hurt their feelings, but you just got to be okay with prioritizing and, yours. And then another look on the sacrifice, not just that, just came like, because some things are going to die. Yes. A lot of things. Like you're going to have, and I don't think we talk about death in this respect enough. Absolutely have don't. funerals for people, for places. For I had a client that literally had a funeral for her old feelings. Kicking, breathing, moving, maneuvering, yes. functioning. You know how many funerals I had? Yeah. I had a client that had one. And I mean, we like made it an grieve. official funeral. You grieve. Like, it breaks your heart. Like, you I have been going through a year and a half long grieving process. And it ain't nothing people. wrong with that. For two for a year, and I'm 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 for the past couple months, it's been, you know, I'm saying my pet my stuff. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But before that, I was so heartbroken. Mm -hmm. at, because at you asking the why. The why factor. Why is um why why did it have to be this way? Why, you why know, maybe I can talk? go in and change. Why couldn't we just communicate? Why couldn't you just express? Why couldn't we just understand? Why, 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 yep. why? And then I went <laughs> straight into the why, into who the fuck do you think you are? And who the fuck do you think? And I did. And then I went into, well, you know what? 
maybe you was right. Maybe, maybe it was me. Yeah. Maybe it was. And then I go back to the fuck no. It was that mother all day. It wasn't me. Fuck out of here. Nope. It was them. Then I go back to <laughs> going to see. And this is literally yeah. my, this is my going back and forth. My back and forth because it's part of me wanting to be angry. Yeah. And the anger is the child in me that is bruised still, or it's a reflection of a situation from from a moment in time that yeah. I've already moved past. Then the other part of me is like trying to figure out a solution. Then the other part of me is like, girl. Okay. Well, I get it but together. It's yeah. sacrifices. They're gonna, yeah. it's gonna, it's a it's a death. It's a yes. death that takes place. It's yep. a dying that happened, and you're gonna grieve. You are. You gotta be okay to go through the grieving process, and you gotta work it out as healthily as you can. Yep. Emphasis on the healthily. Yeah. Be okay with crying gone. about it, y'all. Be okay with crying about that shit. Be okay with being mad, throwing a pillow across the room, hitting your bed for ten minutes straight. Be okay with all of that. Be okay with how you are now. I ain't gonna tell you to go get no gun and shoot nobody. Don't you know that. what I'm saying? Don't be okay with that. But what I'm saying is be okay with expressing right. Be okay with expressing your emotions how you need to express them. Be okay with that two-hour cry. Be okay with it. Be okay. Because baby, be once okay you get with that cry, you're gonna feel so much better. Be okay with missing it too. Yeah. Like it's okay to miss them. It's yep. okay to it miss is. that place. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? I miss them like crazy. Mm -hmm. today. And it's not like a, a missing of a distant person. No, that's right. a fresh missing. Like I could see them in my eyes right mm -hmm. now. Like it's a, I miss them. But yeah. I also, like you said earlier, do I miss the energy that came with them? No, I do not. I do not. And that's okay. It is. That's okay. Oh my gosh, I really hope that y'all enjoyed this conversation. Y'all keep y'all messaging me, so please leave me alone. Um, <laughs> so I hope that this, I'll just say, y'all got two, three hours on live this morning. That's Ooh, a lot in a day. That's a lot. In a day. You better than me. Okay, I've spoiled y'all. Y'all might not get no videos for the rest of the week. <laughs> okay, it's only Tuesday. Y'all better run these lives back. Matter of fact, I might meet you on Friday just because I enjoy our Friday night vibes. And that's, I really, so I'm going to see y'all Friday. So, but <laughs> 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 I just said, I'm see y'all Friday. Hey. Y'all Friday. But thank you, Keisha, so much for your, for your amazing energy, for your awesome vibes, for your oh, real, for your raw, for thank just you. vibing with us and being so honest and so candid and so yourself. Oh, absolutely. So Thank you for so having me. I appreciated it. Um, this was dope because I was able to be, you know, that whole heart itself. But just being here, you know, and sharing the space with you, like your energy dope as hell. I love it. I love it. And Thank I appreciate you. it a Thank lot. You. I look forward to doing more stuff with you in the future. Definitely got to. Oh, absolutely. I'm all about collaboration, baby. Hey, I'm telling you. Y'all make sure y'all follow me. If y'all see that on yes. my thing. Coach K A Y W D S. I'm on all on all handles: Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook. Um, you can look at my website, which is upgradedmindsetswithaz.life. Uh, 
Um, and that pretty much takes you everywhere. That takes you to everything about me. Um, it gives you my about me. It actually takes you to the podcast. Um, if you want to schedule complimentary conversation, every time, first conversation is always on me because I want to know if I'm able to provide you with the tools to help you recondition your life and elevate your mind. So, you know, I'm always down for that. You know what I'm saying? Don't hesitate to reach out. Subscribe to the podcast on your platform, which is called Empowering Real Talk. Y'all listen, it's time for us to really just break free from those restricted state of beings that we all are in. We may not feel that it's deep, that deep for us, but when we are really trying to make growth moves, you really got to evaluate that and figure that out for yourself. And it might be some changes that you didn't think needed to happen but do. So I appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to my long winded ass and being on this platform. Hey, this shit was dope today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All of the links that she just told y'all about will be, are not even will be, they are already tagged above. Just click them, vibe with them and journey with her as she journeys with herself and shares that with all of you. Thank you Absolutely. so much for joining. I cannot wait to tap into y'all later on this week. Have a blessed day. Bye. Deuces y'all.